Blog Talk Radio. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern, or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. I was born with my back to the stars. Turn me over. I'd like to see. Here comes the morning to end our dream. Turn me over. I'd like to see. I was born with my back to the stars. Please see that they tell my truth. That they tell my truth. And welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. My name is Hi C, and you have tuned in to the Firefly Willows L I V E monthly call-in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. Uh, Just a quick little bit of information for you. If you want to find out more about the uh, shows and stay up to date uh, on the different guests and things that are appearing on the various shows throughout the month on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, you can do so by either joining the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Firefly Willows, or you can go to that same page and sign up for our newsletter. There's a little tab right along the top, <clears throat> sorry, uh, there, and you would then just get a newsletter Um, that comes out with information about upcoming shows and guests and information about what will be uh, talked about on the shows, etc. So I would encourage you to do that. And again, that's facebook.com slash Firefly Willows or just on Facebook search for Firefly Willows. It'll come right up. Uh, My name is Hi C and I offer uh, readings. I primarily work with the Tarot, but I do pull in from other things like astrology, numerology, uh, you can find out more about me at facebook.com slash C or just search for Tarot by High C or on my website tarotbyhighc.net. And if you have any comments or questions, we're always happy to hear those. I'm happy to talk to you or give you information about setting up a private session with me, which can be done in person or by Skype, FaceTime, phone, whatever technological marvel we choose to use. I'm certainly happy to work with. Uh, So if you would like to get a reading during the show today, I would encourage you to get into the queue because there's already a number of people waiting. And you can do so by either Skyping in from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510. So uh, just do that. It'll prompt you for uh, getting into the queue and just do so. I think it's just by pressing one um, and then you will be in the queue Uh, for receiving a reading during the show. So since there are 
a number of people that are waiting. We're going to go ahead and jump right in. Uh, a little later in the show, we may actually be joined by a guest reader. Um, but we'll go ahead and get started. And the first person we're going to go to is someone calling from area code 719. Are you there, caller? Hi. And Hello. Uh, what's your <laughs> name and where are you calling from? My name's Julia, and I'm calling from Florida. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Thank what is you. it that what is it that we could look at for you today in a reading? Well, I am in the midst of huge life changes. So, would it be possible to get a general reading, kind of what's coming up for me? Because everything is changing. <laughs> so it's hard to <laughs> narrow it down to just one specific thing. Um, sure, we can do that with no problem. Uh, can I ask what the day and month is of your birth? September 16th. All right. And just for you and anybody else listening, I will ask that question, and that's because I'm going to calculate a year number and a year card, which gives us the overall energy lesson theme focus of a year. Uh, and um, that, And when I say year, I mean from birthday to birthday. So that's both for you and for everybody else. I don't have to repeat it every single time. <clears throat> All right. So September 19th would be... Oh, September 16th. 16th. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was thinking 9. Uh, so <laughs> nine sixteen is... Huh. So you're in a... Well, first of all, you're in... Numerologically, you're in a five-year... And five is a number of change, especially in our external world or external circumstances and situations. So it's not a surprise that you are feeling <laughs> yeah. that there's all sorts of things happening. Um, yeah, one like, thing, if, if numbers could be capital and bold, mine would be a capital five and a bold. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, five is sometimes, uh, some people consider five the most difficult number because Usually for me, I think that's because people are resistant to change or find a lot of excuses or justifications for not making change, even though they complain mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> um, So the more that we can accept change, allow for change, and also make the changes that we know are necessary, especially in areas where we have felt unhappy or frustrated, then we'll find that it's not so much a difficult year as it is a, a much more promising year. That doesn't take away the challenges of the change. It just means that we are working with the change rather than fighting against it. And uh, your card for the year is actually really nice because it's the temperance card. So one, that's a card of integration. So this is a year where things can start to feel as if they're they're coming together. Um, It's also a year where we want to look at how do I make everything work well together rather than feeling as if my life is cut up into different pieces, but they don't seem to intersect or connect in some way. Um, and and really looking at proper proportion. I always think of the temperance card as um, like a recipe. You know, we don't throw in the same amount of every ingredient. There's a little bit of this, but more of that and a pinch of that and five cups of this. So, Really look at your life and say, okay, how do I best bring together the proper proportions of each part of my life to work as completely and holistically as possible rather than thinking everything has to be all or nothing or in some way equal in that way? 
Um, mm. Also, the, the temperance card reminds us that it, it's it's perhaps wiser to gently wade into the waters one foot at a time rather than diving into the deep end right away. So we don't want to do anything at an extreme and swing from one side to another during the year. We want to find that middle path or we want to find that way of easing into things so that we can get used to the temperature of the water as we do so and not feel overwhelmed rather than diving into the deep end and suddenly feel like we're drowning. So if we feel like it's too much, back off and then take a little bit softer, smaller step approach. Excellent advice, yes. So uh, having said that, I'm going to look at the specific cards that came up. And okay. and we do have some nice cards coming up here. I mean, we have the, the Page of Cups is showing up next to the Six of Cups. Um, and both of those are really nice. Page of Cups, so pages represent children. And uh, it, one, it reminds us to have a little bit of fun in life and not to forget the joy of just the process of living, regardless of what's going on. Um, but... You know, Page of Cups is sometimes it's kind of like the 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 bird fleeing, not fleeing, but the, the cage is opening and the bird is having a chance to fly out of the cave and move on to or out of the cage and move on to something else. So it does ask us to see whether we are surrounded by the kind of things that actually nourish us and refresh us and rejuvenate us or if we are surrounded by things whether that's in our life overall or in particular situations or relationships um or whether you know whether there are toxic elements to those and to be willing to leave or remove ourselves from the things that are toxic or that drain us rather than to keep trying to make the best of it or settle for something um page of cups is also nice because it it can indicate new love or new relationship um, sometimes that's romantic, but sometimes it's not. Uh, it just can mean that there may be someone that we're, uh, or something that we are starting to have a connection to that is going to help us grow or is going to offer us something that is going to be pleasing or satisfying or fulfilling for us. But with cups being water, it's encouraging us to relax and go with the flow. Here we hear that temperance card coming back in, uh, just kind of easing into the water and then letting the current take us rather than trying to swim furiously to make something happen or to get there faster uh, versus just allow it to happen and it will. Um, And Six of Cups is nice to see here because Six of Cups is about offering something or being offered something. So it it asks us to open our heart, which could be just opening ourselves to where the change is taking us and trusting it has something to offer us. But it can also mean be on the lookout for both people that are offering something to us because this would say it's worth accepting the offer or receiving what it is that they're offering because it's in our best interest or they have our best interest at heart and therefore we will be pleased with what it is that they're offering us. It can also indicate look for opportunities where we have something to offer and to not be stingy about that, 
to not hold back from being willing to step into that role and say, here, I can offer this, let me do so. The, you know, the, the Knight of Swords is reversed coming up next to that. And one thing that that says is don't fight it. So we don't want to, because swords, we tend to get into our heads. So we try to find all sorts of excuses and reasons um, for why we shouldn't do something, why we need to wait, uh, or why we should do something, and then we rush in without thinking. Um, so reversing that card again, it slows us down a bit, but it also says to not struggle or try to justify why we shouldn't allow for the changes to happen versus, again, to kind of embrace them and go with them. And looking forward, well, I'll do that in a second, but any questions about those before I look to the cards that are about where this is going in the short and long term? No, I'm, I'm taking notes as we go. Okay. <laughs> All ears. <laughs> so the short term, which for me means the next one to three months, and can be the next step, the next course of action. And before I talk about that, I want to say one thing about astrology, and this is applying actually for anybody because I'm talking about a big weather pattern kind of astrology, not personal chart aspects. Um, we're, we're As of this month, we're coming to the end of a very challenging, draining period that has been going on for about the past three years. And April is kind of like the, the light at the end of the tunnel. And from mid to late April and onward, we're going to start feeling as if things are a little bit lighter. We have a little bit more clarity. We're able to have more focus about where we're going or what we can now do. We do have to allow for a little bit of, uh, I don't know, PTSD <laughs> uh, or uh, PTASD, post-traumatic astrological syndrome, um, because... <laughs> But but there is a sense that where we have felt lost in the dark or where we have felt it's just been one obstacle after another or where we have felt like it's just been throwing me through one change after the next, things are going to start to settle down. We're going to be able to start making some sense of it. And we're going to start feeling as if we can actually make progress and we will see progress happening where we are putting our attention, our action and taking steps to do so. So... I think that while you may feel as if you're on the, the merry-go-round of change uh, and getting a little dizzy from it all, you may find that as we move into April and beyond, things start to calm down a bit and things start to feel as if they're making a bit more sense and you know what to do with the change and where to go with it. Um, so for you, with the next uh, couple of months, we have the Ten of Cups reversed. Now that cautions us against um, creating unrealistic expectation. So don't, you know, don't drive yourself crazy thinking that you should somehow be doing more faster or that everything should be making sense yesterday or we should have seen more progress by now. Um, be, in some ways, this is a very temperance card thing, be gentle <laughs> with yourself Um but also the Ten of Cups reverse says, let's set realistic goals. And, and I don't like the word to expectations. Um, so it's it's being, 
it's not over idealizing something. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. Sometimes people leave a job they don't like and they take another job because they think, oh, this is going to be perfect. And then when something about it is not, they suddenly think, oh, I made a mistake. Oh, why did I do that? Oh, well, I guess this isn't good for me either. And we can't even see what might actually be good or beneficial about it because now it hasn't lived up to expectation because we had this kind of fairy tale <laughs> image of it. So be very uh, cautious moving forward, taking actions, setting plans, setting goals over the next couple of months that you don't do so in an unrealistic or over-idealized way. Don't expect too much of yourself. Don't expect too much of others versus being more pragmatic in the approach. Um, because then we have for the long term kind of the big picture outlook of where all this change is taking you. Um, we have the king of wands. Now, you know, if I looked at this very traditionally, this would say, wow, this is there's a lot here about love and relationship. And it seems as if you're moving towards some new relationship that's going to be very dynamic and exciting and interesting. Um, so if that's something that you're looking for, then really embrace the changes that are going on because that's going to open the way and open the door for that to really start to take place and to develop. Um, but King of Wands is also about being the creator of our own destiny. It's about going after we want what we want and being able to accomplish it. So there is a, a strong sense that these changes are certainly for your benefit and going to really, really serve you well. And that it's probably going to put you in a position of greater responsibility or it's going to put you in a place where you feel you're doing things or you're now able to start really creating the kind of future that you want for yourself rather than feeling as if you're at the whim and mercy of others for how your future looks or what it turns out to be. Wow. How awesome is that? Well, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, you know, I can... Seriously, I know I can listen to the archives, but I just, something about taking the notes just sort of, you know. Oh, sure. No, that's, I, I applaud that you do so. Um, <laughs> you know, and if I looked at timing for this, I think that, one, I think that summer is probably kind of a key kickoff point for when this may start to really kick into high gear. And... Two, I would say we're probably going to be uh, receiving or being offered what it is that we're seeking in a, about six months from now, um, which would basically put us towards October, November, because the King of Fire actually represents Sagittarius, and that's, well, November 20th to December 20th, more or less. Um, and that seems to be when we would really start to feel as if we've come into our own, that we now really can own this and, and, and move forward with it fully and completely. And I think that maybe is where the not over-expecting uh, over comes in, um, to allow for a bit of time rather than trying to make it all happen overnight. And this may suggest allowing for about six months or so, and then by December, that's really when we would see it now fully in place and we can really kind of grasp it and run with it. Um, so so allow for that progression of time rather than trying to be too hasty uh, yeah. or too 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 extreme. The, the temperance card warns against being too extreme in our approach or our timing or in anything. 
a moderated, okay. balanced approach is going to serve you well, especially through your birthday. Wow. Well, that, that's a big thing for me is to try to not feel overwhelmed with so many changes happening and to, you know, because I can feel myself already starting to put pressure on myself about, you know, okay, I've made the move. Now i got to find a job. i got, you know, it's just there's so much that's on my plate to do that, you know, it's a little overwhelming, and and then there's that little niggling fear that oh gosh, what if I do the wrong thing, or you know, I'm thinking of like well, where I want to live on a permanent basis, and you know, it's the whole state, so I'm trying to decide well, do I want to live? I live in Florida, so I'm like, well, do I want to live on the Gulf Coast, or do I want to live on the Atlantic Coast, or you know, I just um, so so one so thing much. I'll say <laughs> yes, so so one thing I'll say is. Um, Treat treat all of these changes and what's happening in your life like a gourmet meal. So serve one course at a time so that you can enjoy it and, and really manage it rather than serving all nine courses at once, and then it looks overwhelming. So, you know, one step at a time, one thing at a time, rather than feeling overwhelmed by trying to look at and approach everything at once. Uh, that's that proportion of the recipe, too. Yeah. Um, two, the, the cards that are here are extremely positive in supporting the changes you've made. So when you say, you know, when you start to doubt or question whether you've done the right thing, et cetera, everything here says you've done the right thing. Just allow for a little bit of time for you to to kind of get your bearings, to to feel where the the, the current is kind of moving you towards, and, and then trust that and go with that. Um, and then... When you were asking about where to live, I was just pulling cards as you said that um, in terms of Gulf Coast versus Atlantic Coast. And the Atlantic Coast came up far more favorably. Oh, okay. So because um, the Magician card came up and the Magician card is the first card of the Major Arcana cycle. And so it's all about this is where we're going to find that we have the tools and resources to move forward or create or do what it is that we want. It also represents that that's a very, very strong place for you to start this journey or this next chapter. So um, I would that's highly very helpful. Encourage, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would highly encourage you, based on that, to really look at and consider the Atlantic Coast as kind of the place to start and the place to really kick off this next chapter or phase of your life. Awesome! Wow. Well, thank you so much. Goodness gracious, that puts everything into a much clearer perspective. And you have an awesome way of really refining it and putting it into everyday, you know, verbiage. That's like okay, you know. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, and I'm glad it was helpful. And thank you for taking a bit of time out of your Sunday to call in. All right. Thank you so much, and have a great upcoming week. Thanks. You too. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So let us move on to our next caller. And this is someone who is calling from area code 303. Are you there, caller in area code 303? Yes. Hello. Hello. What's your name and where are you calling from? Um, calling from Arizona. My name is Allison. And... Let me see. Um, but I know I'm in an eight year because I just had a birthday so last Sunday, in fact. So um, okay. I have. Um, I do. I, yeah, thank you. I do numerology, so ah. I know I'm in an eight year. 
Okay. Well, then, I won't need to explain that part to you, will I? No, you won't. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, so your birthday was on the 15th, is that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. So, so your card for the year is going to be the strength card, um, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, so, although it's nice that you're in an eight year, because that also corresponds to, if you look at Chinese astrology, it's the the year of the wood sheep. But it's also an eight year in in uh, for Chinese astrology, and I guess in our regular for 2015, it's an eight year. So yeah. you're you're nicely in alignment with the energies of the year from many different streams that are feeding into that. <laughs> yeah. Um so is there anything in particular you'd like us to look at for you? Work. Work means to support myself. So, you know, employment, employment, employment. <laughs> career, career, career. I I I am so overdue for a, to be back on my path. So, well, it, so it's nice that you're in an eight year regarding that because certainly eight tends to be about um, work, the fruits of our labors, prosperity, and that kind of thing. So there's a lot that can support you energetically this year for helping to really make that happen, as well as perhaps starting to see some of the things you've been doing or working on but haven't felt you've seen a lot of results from, you, you may find that some of those things are starting to pop, uh, are starting to, to come into bloom, if you will. Um, it's it's It may just finally be your season in that regard. Um, I would also say from an astrological standpoint that um, – uh, there's a, a grand earth trine coming up the week of April 20th through the 26th. And mm-hmm. that being earth, and earth to me is a very, is, is an element that's very much connected to the number eight. Um, but that would be a really, really great time where we may start to see some of those results coming about, but it's also a really good time to um Put, put real world action into something because it's going to pay off for us and it's likely to really take hold and take root for something that becomes more long term and more sustainable and viable in that way. So I would really uh, pay attention to opportunities that come during that time or putting very specific actions into contacting places or interviewing places or whatever, um, especially during that week. Uh, and if you heard what I said earlier, from April moving onward, we're actually moving out of an, uh, a, a difficult period and into a period where we feel as if we actually start to make progress. We've been in this mm-hmm. period of, of feeling like it's been one step forward, three steps back <laughs> for mm-hmm. the past couple of years. But all but that's shifting as of the end of this month. And, and as we move into April and, and beyond, there's a sense that we actually take one step and we see progress made and then... Now I can take a second step and, oh, look, now I've made two steps forward and, oh, now I can make three steps forward. So I think from April onward, just in general, you may feel as if you're making more progress or seeing more results from what it is you're mm-hmm. trying to do and, and what you're putting action to or towards. But I would especially pay attention to that April 20th through the 26th week because that's a very key week astrologically and energetically for being able to really make something real 
come about from the actions that we take in the world? I'm looking at because I do astrology. Actually, astrology is my great is a great passion and life very long study for me. I'm looking at the ephemeris right now. Looking at April 20th, and I'm looking at are you are you referring to the the grand trine that you're referring to? Is that the one with Mars? That's let's see, Mars will be in Taurus, um, Pluto will be in Capricorn, and the Sun. Well, the Sun will still be in Aries. So, so what's, what are you looking at astrologically for that time? Um, I don't see it. Uh, let me just pull it up. I don't see. Two, uh, yeah, because Saturn, Saturn at that time is still in Sag. Um, um, Jupiter is still in Leo in retrograde. No, actually, it would have just gone direct at that time. And um, uh, Neptune is still in Pisces, so I don't know what the, grand, the Earth grand trine is that you're referring to. I don't see it on the on the ephemeris. Um, yeah, let me find. I have the information. Sorry, I you hear me typing because I have to just pull it up on my <laughs> computer. <laughs> um, There's a, a Cardinal Grand Cross. Well, let's see. You said it was a time, so I'm just looking to see. I really don't. I, 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 let's see what you might be referring to there. There's a. Capricorn and Mars will be in Virgo. Uh, you're looking. I'm looking at April 2015. Mars is in Capricorn. Mars is in Capricorn all, all through April. I think maybe you'll look at the wrong year. Um, Venus. Well, Venus is very fast moving, so it's and that's in Gemini. Starting um, April 12th, as a matter of fact, it goes into zero degrees Gemini, and that's Venus, and then Jupiter, well, Jupiter, so, yeah, so so Venus is in, in Gemini, and Mars is in, I'm sorry, Mars is in, it does, that goes in, yeah, that is in Taurus, but uh, Mar, um, Venus is in Gemini, starting on the 12th, and by the 20th, it's at nine degrees, 942, um, on April twentieth, and it doesn't, and it stays in it stays in Gemini up until it goes into Cancer in early May, May eighth, as a matter of fact. So, um, don't know what you're, you're looking at. Anyway, I don't want to take up a lot of time, but I was when you said that, I went to my ephemeris and looked at for the 
Grand Cross, Grand Trine, and there isn't one. So that's why I was asking. Well, I was curious what you were what you were referring uh, to. You no, know, it's it's because because I'm also looking at some of the other the asteroids and things, and so oh. Lilith. So if you look at those, Lilith will be in Virgo. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Right. But but in terms of just general, you know, um, sort of not run of the mill, you know, daily astrology though, so let's call it. You know, we work with the, the just the planets in our system. Anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on this. I I just you you piqued my interest and and so let's move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> just just for that clarification, that's where the the trine that I'm talking about is coming from. Is is look is using Lilith. No, oh, I see. Okay, the trine. Oh, okay, that's right. Okay, yeah. Okay, I don't work with that. Okay, moving on. Okay. <laughs> um, but we do see some nice things in the cards that are coming up for you, because um, uh, I, even though we start with the reversed Ace of Pentacles, I think that's just that reversal is just indicating a little bit of a delay. Um, because that's followed by the justice card. So we have a sense that things start to happen. And, and it is asking you to really look for things that are about your truth, meaning where you feel as if the work you do is staying true and authentic to who you are in the world, not doing mm-hmm. something that is counter to who you are um, just for mm-hmm. the sake of it. Um, it may, sometimes the justice card can actually indicate very specifically, you know, things that might be, uh, opportunities in the the legal realm in some way. Uh, a little bit of the academic realm might come into there as well. Mm-hmm. There's also a sense of nonprofits, activism, politics, and that kind of thing that can come in there. Yeah. So those are mm-hmm. some things that you might really start to look around and see what opportunities there are. The fact that we have a presidential election coming up means a lot of places are already starting to gear up campaign offices and all that kind of thing. So there may uh-huh. be uh, job opportunities and things like that. That you could really start to look at and see what's available in that in that regard. Mm-hmm. But you right. know, the short term card that we have here uh, in the next one to three months, although we might push that out just a little bit, but the the Empress card comes up, and the Empress card mm-hmm. is when we start to uh, see the birth of something that we've been gestating. So again, I think it may start to point to some of the shifts that we're having astrologically, where you're going to start to see some of the the results of the the ground you've laid, the steps you've been taking, where you may have felt nothing was coming of it, or you may have felt there were blocks or obstacles, but that's mm-hmm. going to start falling away, um, and yeah. that we're going to start to see some success. So this this would tell me that you're going to have a job within the next one to three months. Mm-hmm. Um, I would well, anticipate. I, yeah, yeah. I want to be clear. I'm not looking for. I, I've done the job thing to death. I've done the job, you know, the shit job thing to death. Years and years. I'm looking for work, which is my purpose in life. That is my calling. You know, that's the work that resonates with my education and my skills and my talents and my passions and and my abilities and my gifts. You know, that is my calling. That is my purpose in life. I'm not looking to 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 waste my life in 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 the horrible jobs that make me depressed and cry every day. You know, I've done that so much. Uh, well, so but the, the thing with job and work. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but the Empress card would say that something that allows you to feel as if this is the world I want to inhabit. This is what I want to be doing. Because the Empress is the archetypal mother, so there is a yeah. sense of things that are about 
supporting, encouraging, nurturing, and helping other people are going to be very key to that, both that satisfaction mm-hmm. in terms of you feeling it as well as the kind of work you would be doing. This could yeah. very literally point to uh, things that are working with women in particular, um, perhaps mm-hmm. even mothers if we wanted to be really, really literal about it, um, yeah. because it, it could it, it could be like being a midwife uh, you know, or a doula, um, if you wanted to go that kind of direction. But there seems to be something here that's really about working around um, or for things that are specifically supporting and helping women. Um, uh-huh. And and whether that's mothers, whether that's women who are pregnant, um, or just women who are trying to... Um, bring birth something into being in their lives, like they want to start their mm-hmm. own business or they're coming out mm-hmm. of a, a divorce and they now want to start, you know, creating a life for themselves and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That seems right. to be a very important focus for you to really consider. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're mm-hmm. probably going to find both success as well as opportunities, especially over the next okay. few months, because this is in the short term. So it says it's there right. to come into being in the next few months. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, it's all about what either you've been cultivating or what you start cultivating that's going to help really bring that about. But it can come about, the fact that it's in the short term says it can come about sooner rather than later, quicker mm-hmm. rather than slower. Um, okay. So it'd be like if you were, you were had a garden. Um, if yeah. you went out there every day and were cultivating that plant, you would start to see blooms on it um, r- very quickly. And somebody else might come out and go, oh, my gosh, how do you already have blooms on that? Because it might take longer if you're just out watering it once a day versus you're out there watering and pruning it every day. Mm-hmm. So so over the next couple of months, really be out there cultivating, watering, pruning, and everything every day, okay. tending to that okay. garden of the career every day because you're going to very quickly the mm-hmm. fruits of your labors beginning to appear mm-hmm. and beginning to really happen from that. Mm-hmm. Good. And I, what did you say was the very first card that uh, didn't catch the first card that oh. you pulled that was reversed? The, the fir- it was it was the uh, yeah the reversed Ace of Pentacles. Oh, Ace of Pentacles. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So All right. well, one I, that I, one that could just say that what we've been doing is not what we want to continue doing. So whether that means the kind of work you were doing, we don't want to continue doing that, or the way you've been going about trying to create something new, maybe we mm-hmm. need to change our approach or look in a different place. Or, you know, if, mm-hmm. if I go back to the garden analogy, it's like saying, well, I keep trying to make tomatoes grow and it never seems to happen. It's like, well, then stop planting tomatoes and maybe start mm-hmm. planting an apple tree. <laughs> and very mm-hmm. quickly yeah. you'll see apples right. in the apple tree where you've got nothing from the tomatoes. You know, right, so right. that that's I think is what's going to, yeah. yeah. So I think that's, that's really what's going to to pay off for you if you if you shift that approach. Um, uh-huh. I think that you will really start to see it bear fruit over the next couple of months with yeah. that Empress card mm-hmm. coming up. Great. Well, thank you so much. I know you've got other callers, so I just appreciate your time and your your reading. It really uh, has uh, it really speaks to my situation and the you know life change. Um, I'm try I'm trying so hard to create to leave my past behind and and to have my own life instead of be at the you know instead well, this, of the life I have had before. So and, and this, this would tell me and this would tell me you're on the verge of starting to see it come to fruition in some way. It, mm-hmm. So don't don't back off now. 
Um, okay. And and mm-hmm. you know because it, it it's it's going to pop over the next couple of months with with Empress being there. Empress is very earthy. I would it puts it into Taurus for me. You know, yeah. so I think that that Taurus time frame, which basically is next month, mm-hmm. Uh, um, mm-hmm. is is really going to be key. Uh, okay. So so really pay attention to that Taurus time frame because I think that's when you really start to see the fruits of your labors beginning to appear, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you want to. To, to really grab hold of them and run with them. Gotcha. Okay, well, thank you so much. And and I really enjoyed talking with you. And, and the insights, they were really right on. They've given me a, I love the analogy of the tomato, you know, just quit with the tomatoes and go with the apples. Or, you know, that makes, makes a, it makes a lot, a lot of sense to me. So, um, sure. And sorry about, and sorry about the confusion. Apology. And sorry about the confusion on the astrology, but it's just because oh, okay. it's incorporating <laughs> the, it the comet for that trine that I was looking at. So yeah, I'm glad we cleared it up. And could yeah. you just keep me on the? Can I, can I still listen? If, um, oh yeah, sure. Mute me. Okay, yeah, yeah. great. Thank you. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Okay. Well. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. So I think we'll go ahead and get some one more person in before we take a quick break. So let's go to area code 256. Are you there, caller, in area code 256? Yes, my name is Kimberly. Well, hello, Kimberly. Where are you calling from today? I am I'm calling from Georgia. How are you? I am doing well, thank you. What would you like us to look at for you today in the reading? Um, I really want to look at my my finances. I made a, a couple of mistakes with, with credit cards, and I want to, um, I think I just need to reposition my life when it comes to my finances to see how to help myself better with my credit rating and um, if they're going to increase, and I could just make a, a better living altogether. So what are you doing currently in order to deal with that to better your credit rating well um right now i'm i'm looking for uh maybe companies to help me with uh just to to manage my finances better cuz i don't think i've been a great manager of my finances and then um looking for a better career opportunity also so that's that's the path i'm looking at right now so by um, somebody to help you manage your finances, do you mean like a financial advisor or, you know, someplace like Charles Schwab or something like that that can help you to manage your money better? Yes. Okay. Uh, have you chosen someplace or someone to do that for you or are you still looking no, for that? There, there are two, no, there are two companies that I'm looking at right now. I'm going to have to make a choice because I really want to get this done because my son – in about a year and a half, he's going to college, and I know I'm going to need to be in a better situation in order to help him. Okay. So if you don't want to give me the names of those companies, that's fine, but maybe a letter or something to, to differentiate them, because what I'll do is I'm going to pull a card for each of the options you're considering to see if either of those look like a best option or if perhaps oh, okay. there's another option. Oh, okay. Um, the first initial is L. And the other one is C. Okay. Um, so if we just looked at those, the one, the the C option is uh, much better. Oh, 
Okay. Uh, um, and seems to hold far more potential for growth and for really being able to take what you have and support it and nurture it along. Because the, the Page of Wands came in and um, uh, the page of pages represent children. So there's this idea that when we see a page, it, we're able to give birth to something and then it has all of this room to grow and this ability, this and with it being wands, which is fire, there's a lot of potential there, uh, especially creative potential, which in some ways we sometimes need with our finances is someone who's able to look at it and take a creative approach to using what it is we have available and making it work for us rather than saying, well, if you don't have X amount of money, then there's not really anything we can do. Um, so the, so that one does seem to perhaps be the option to look at more closely and to consider more carefully than the other one. The other okay. one, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure they would do the best job with your money. Okay. I, I would, I would worry they may invest it too riskily or, that they're I guess I could say they're they're not going to protect the cap the the principle that you have. Do you know what I mean by that? When it comes to finances? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yes. It, it, so you would you would risk losing some of what you've put in rather than having what you've put in be more um taken care of and then nurtured along because it may need to be uh done in some creative ways that that first option doesn't seem to be very that doesn't seem to be the best at doing for your situation. Okay. Okay. Um and overall, you know, the, the first card that came up was the devil card. So, <laughs> when that card comes up, that means Right now, what you really need to be working on is changing your relationship and approach to money uh, because the devil card can be about addiction. So it could represent like shopping addictions. It can also be conditioning where we always are able to make excuses for why we should spend that money, even though we haven't budgeted for it, saved for it or know that we should not be doing so right now. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a tendency to give into temptation really easily. So the first thing that you might want to think about is where where are the things that seem to trigger the temptation the most and how do you remove that temptation and remove those things from creating the temptation for you? And if that right. means, I mean, you don't necessarily want to get rid of all of your credit cards because you do need some to maintain credit history and Closing accounts is not good for credit history. Starting new accounts isn't good for credit history, whereas an established account is actually better. So it's not necessarily about getting rid of them, but you might either cut up all of the cards except for one so that you don't have the temptation to go pull another one out, even though the account is still open. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the idea with that devil card is just really looking to see where the temptations tend to come from. Do, do you think you would know where you tend to get tempted the most and give in to that temptation the most? Oh, yes. I mean, I've I've been here before, and I just, and the reason this has happened is because this is, I didn't learn the lesson the first time. And 
the temptation comes from, oh, just buying it on credit. Oh, I can pay it off later. When I should have just been buying things with cash. And then the overindulgence of having more than one card. I shouldn't have ever done that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that, well, it's good that you have both been able to identify that and that you're honest with yourself to say, yes. I've been here before and didn't learn the lesson, but now you have a <laughs> lesson. Um, yeah. you know, so we applaud you for that. Um, ra- ra- so rather than beating yourself up about what you've done, give yourself credit for recognizing that and then embracing the opportunity to m- change things and make them different. Um, and maybe right. that's where with the... You know, it's interesting with the page of wands coming up for that uh, option to the C for the financial mm-hmm. help. Um, because it's a child, it's like so, like a child would be given an allowance. So they would, you know, like the parents say, okay, you get $10 a week or whatever. Um, and I think that that may be an approach that would be helpful for you to work out with somebody that's helping you with your finances is tie up the majority of the money so that you just don't have immediate access to it. And then you only have an allowance that you're given so you know exactly what budget you're living within. You know exactly how much you have to spend in a given amount of time and therefore you have to start developing the discipline of right. working within those parameters and, you know, not seeing the money in the bank account actually takes away a lot of the temptation. Because if right. we see that we have $5,000 in our bank account, a lot of times we think, oh, well, then I can spend $5,000. <laughs> Whereas if we only see $1,000 <laughs> in there, we may spend a lot less and $4,000 are off invested someplace else, then it's hidden from view and it doesn't tempt us as much. So I think that's also a way to think about approaching or talking to who's going to help you with your finances is kind of establishing it the way a child would have with an allowance where you're only able to access, able to see a small amount of what you have so that you are more tempted to try to work within that rather than tempted because you see a bigger amount and think you can spend more. Be the same with credit cards is getting credit cards that are, um, oh, now I forget what they're called. It's not where you have the credit limit, but it's where you, like, pay $500 onto it, and then you can use the credit card kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So so you're, you're controlling the credit limit and how much you have to spend on it rather than there being this large credit limit that you can spend too much within. Prepaid credit cards, is that what they call them? Whatever they're called. Um, yeah. You know, so so that may be also something to do because that'll help you to reestablish your credit because those are it's still a Visa card or whatever, so it still is impacting your credit history in a positive way, just taking away a lot of the temptation that may have been too great to ignore or say no to previously. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, you know, don't sit in front of the TV with the full carton of ice cream because you'll end up eating half of it. Just scoop three <laughs> scoops out into a bowl and then sit with that, and you'll see that that's all I have. So I will savor that slowly during the program rather than eating, eating, eating. Um, and, yes, I I also agree with your approach that I think that finding someone to help you with this is going to be very beneficial because the Emperor card came up reversed, and that shows us that we may not have the discipline, the responsibility uh, for doing it for ourselves initially. The the emperor card is like um, the archetypal father. 
So we may not be able to be our own father. And, and here, with, as an archetypal father, it just means the one who lays down the rules and is the disciplinarian and keeps everything in check. Um, so the reversal of that says, if we're not able to do that, we need to find somebody else to do that in order to help us stay within what we're trying to do. So it, it supports you and kind of validates for you that finding someone else to help you in this process is going to be more beneficial for you than trying to do it yourself. Right. Right. Um, The other thing was, and I'm just going to say the page of pentacles is here reversed. And that says that, so, so make sure that you think about what your goals are. Okay. Because when you have goals that you know you're working towards, then you can understand better and be more disciplined in spending or not spending money because you know you're like if somebody is trying to save for a house and they're trying to put X amount of dollars a week aside into their savings for the down payment. They have a goal they're working towards. They know that even though I can't use that money to go get my Starbucks coffee, I don't feel upset about that because I know it's going towards this other goal I have. Whereas if they don't have a goal and it's just like I'm trying to put money into savings, but I don't know what for, it's just because I'm supposed to save it's easier to justify not doing that for that week. So Got it. Sit, sit down and start coming up with some very clear goals for yourself, both short-term and long-term, so that you can understand what you're going to need money for, why you need to be disciplined and in control of how you spend your money because you have something you're actually working towards rather than it's just kind of there. And why not spend it just because it's there? Right. And a financial advisor or something will really be good at helping you to do that too. But it's important that you go in having a sense of at least a couple of goals for yourself so you can tell them this is what I would like to work towards or these are what some of my goals are. They then have something to work with and understand how to start uh, establishing things properly to help you accomplish and achieve the things that are really important to you. Exactly. Exactly. I am going to work on those goals today. Thank you very much. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you for calling in. Anytime, anytime. Thank you very much. You are a great help today. Good. Enjoy the rest of the day. Take the day you off too. and then start tomorrow. <laughs> no, go and work on your goals. <laughs> okay. Or actually, work work on your goals, but reward yourself for having done that once you feel like you've accomplished that in a very real way. If you have two short-term and two long-term goals that you've laid out for yourself and have written down, then reward yourself for that. Okay. I'll do that. All right. Excellent. All right. Enjoy the rest of the day. You enjoy your rest of the day, too. Thanks. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it looks like someone calling from area code 619 is who is waiting next in the queue. So after this break, we will go to you in area code 619. 
Firefly Willis L-I-V-E, and this is our monthly call-in show where you have a chance to receive readings live on the air. And I had invited a fellow reader uh, of uh, and friend of mine to perhaps join us um, from the Midwest, from St. Louis, to help uh, do some readings here as well. And he has connected into the studio, and his name is Fred. Are you there, Fred? I am. Hi, hi, C. Thanks for inviting me today. Hello. Welcome. Well, I just thought, you know, there was many people here waiting for readings, and I thought we could give them a little bit of um, uh, alternate perspectives, perhaps, by doing some tag team readings with them. I know that sounds dirty with three R's, but there it is. (laughs) Well, that's always fun, though. (laughs) 
So we're going to go ahead and go to someone who is calling from area code 619. Are you there, caller in area code 619? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I am. Hello. <laughs> Hello. What's your name and where are you calling <laughs> my from? Name is, yeah, my name is Donna, calling from California. California. All right. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, so what is it well, that we you. could look at for you today in a reading? Um, well, I'm, I'm going to be moving shortly and looking for a job. I wanted to see what um, what insight you might have um, with that, with the job and the move, um, the move anything, you know, either one. Particularly the job. And is the mood something that? Uh, so the the move is definite, right? Yes. Okay. So then, and uh, when are you definite. moving? Um, probably in a week or two. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. And have you? I mean, I have a place, yeah, I have a place to stay temporarily, but I'm, um, until I get get a job. So I just was wondering what you saw as far as that. Okay. Uh, and um, I was just going to ask Fred if you can just let us know what tools or modalities you might be using as part of doing readings here today. Uh, well, today I will be working with my trustee, Psychic Tarot Oracle deck by John Holland. I've been reading with this deck for quite a few years, and the cards like me, we cooperate pretty well. All right. So... Now to to look at her work situation. Let us see. And actually, I see if you don't mind if I jump here with the question while you shuffle. You may. Um, Donna, question for you. Um, are you yeah. relocating because you're needing a new pl because you're needing a new place to live, and you're going to this place because that's where you're, where you know you're going to find a job. Or how what's the situation like here? Um, yeah, well, I lived there um, about a year and a half ago. I moved in with okay. my boyfriend. Um, didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work out, so I'm gonna move back. Yeah, there's gotcha. more opportunity. It's, it's San Diego, so can't go wrong there. Okay. So, so yeah. essentially, you're going back someplace where it's familiar to you. You've been there before. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, what's the day and month of your birth, Donna? Um, October 25th, 25. Okay. Yes. So, okay. So you're in a six year, and, you know, six is a number... There's a lot that indicates here that you 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 may have to accept going where the winds blow you and being a little bit relaxed in the approach and expectation of how long something might take. Uh, so, uh, and I say that both because of the six as well as the first card that came up here was the reversed chariot card, which can indicate either we're going in the wrong direction or things may uh, take a little bit longer to get going. Then they're not going to just like shoot out of the gate kind of thing. Um, and I, I would also say with the six, six is about uh, a breath of fresh air coming into things. 
So there may be a need to look at um, the kind of jobs you look for or the kind of work that you do. How can you refresh that? What can you do to add something new to that, to 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 bring some new aspect or some new challenge or just a, a refreshed sense of interest for yourself to what it is that you do? So I wouldn't look for the obvious. I wouldn't even necessarily look for exactly what you've been doing versus something that adds a new element or it is going to take you in a new direction in some way. Um, and so that was you, the plan. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> I don't want to do what I was doing before, so yeah, makes sense. Uh, the, you know the what kind of work were you doing before? Um, hairstylist. I've just been doing it forever and just kind of burnt out and unfulfilled. So I was looking into maybe caretaking. Ah, uh, yes. I think that that would probably be really good for you because the Eight of Swords comes up here, and next to the Chariot card reversed, uh, as well as the Five mm-hmm. of Cups is here. So, and that would yeah. say primarily focusing on people who are homebound, who can't get around for themselves, um, who are kind of stuck or trapped where they are. So you would be coming into them. You would be helping to bring the world into them rather than them being able to come out into the world. Um, It may be people who are victims in some way. Now, whether that means they're victim of, of illness uh, or something, but there's there's a strong aspect here of people who are in difficult situations that may make them feel very trapped or imprisoned, which could just be somebody who's homebound is, is what I mean by that. Um, but I think that what you're considering seems to be the right direction to be going. So don't don't waver from that versus really making that a priority and very specifically focusing on either companies you would work for or doing it for yourself where you are focusing on people who are cut off from the world and would need you to be coming in and helping them or going out and, you know, running errands for them and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I do think you have to have a little bit of patience. I think it may take about seven to eight weeks total for this to happen. Um, so either the sooner you can get started, have you already started looking for those kind of jobs where you're going to be moving to? It kind of has been already seven weeks um, since I've started looking, so hopefully we're coming to an end of that period. I think that you may still have just a little bit of time. I don't, but I, I, it doesn't. I don't think it's very far away. I just think there's still a couple of weeks still left in the process. Um, and the the seven of swords is here reversed in the short term, which really says um, make sure that you are dealing with people and organizations that are very upfront. Uh, about the, what they do, what they don't do, how they do it, what they offer, etc. Um, don't 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 fall for somebody's um, 
deceptions, which can just mean don't fall for things that feel like they're too good to be true or people who paint their organization as we do everything and we do it all perfectly and we're the savior for all these people kind of thing. Because you probably are going to be dealing with people that aren't quite so honest or upfront. Uh, and, and you'll end up stuck in something where you feel as if this isn't exactly what I was promised. This isn't how it was presented to me. Um, you know, so, so do pay attention to that and be careful of that. But I think that overall, you're certainly moving in the right direction because the indication here would be that's exactly the kind of work that you need to be looking at is, is caretaking, caregiving, especially for people that are um, cut off from the world and are a bit homebound or stuck or trapped and can't do that for themselves. Yeah. So having yeah. said that, we will see what has come up for Fred on his side. Okay, Donna. The cards that I drew, um, first of all, let me give you a brief, and for anybody who's listening in, um, a brief uh, 101 introduction to this deck if you're not familiar with it. Um, this goes, this deck uses the uh, traditional Toro as its foundation and then switches it up just a little bit. Uh, the Major Arcana is all there. Uh, different words are in place for the meanings of the traditional Toro. The four minor arcana suits are present but instead of, but instead of your traditional discs, cups, wands, and swords you have emotions the physical realm, the spiritual realm and the mental realm and it only goes 1 through 9 kicks out a little bit of numerology and then rather than having court cards there are 7 cards for the chakras so with that introduction that being said I pulled 3 cards um, in the, the first card that I pulled for you is what's your current situation and the fascinating card that popped up here is Temptation, which is the card for the devil, 15. This is what seems like the situation that you're in right now is that, you know, do you do you stick with what you know or do you, you know, throw everything to the wind and try something completely different? I think this card is popping up for you right now to be very careful in your decision-making on what your next step is. Where are you going from here? Be very careful with this. You know, it's almost almost in a way it's saying um, stick with what you know. Um, now, having said stick with what you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't explore new horizons, but I think the overall theme of this card is don't go crazy about it. You know, what 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 is your skill set? What are your abilities? What can you do? Where you, Where can you go with things? Be mindful of those things. The next card that I drew deals with your choices, your decision-making, where are you going to go with this. So we're talking about your very foundational issues. What is it that you need to keep you grounded? What is it that you need to keep you going from point A to point B? What is it that you need? You know, How much money do you need to be making? Now, how do you make your ends meet? How is it that you express yourself in the world from a very practical perspective, those very foundational issues? Moving on to the third card, which was drawn for gradual and eventual outcome, the emotional card came up, six, memories of love. Once you get to where it is that you're going, I think you're going to find that whatever this position is, wherever you end up doing it, whatever it is that you end up doing, it's going to really remind you at the essence of who you are. Like, you know, I haven't done this in quite some time. But, you know, it may, or be some, it may or may not be something that you're used to doing. It may be something completely different. But whatever it is that you find that 
you end up doing, it's going to remind you of who you are. It's going to bring back memories of, I remember, you know, I used to do, <clears throat> pardon me, I used to do things like this all the time. Years ago, I got distracted from this, and now I'm back here doing this, you know, doing whatever it is. And like Heisey said, um, I think, you know, I get the impression that this is going to be working along the lines of serving people, being a service to others. You did mention that you're, you know, that you're a hairdresser, you're a hairstylist. That's very much, you know, a service industry of being in service to others. And I do also think that with the memories, with, with the memories card coming up, you're going to be reminded of who you are, what you like, but also being reminded of, okay, I learned a few lessons I, I learned a few lessons in the situation that I was just in. I can't allow myself to get involved in those things again. So this seems like it seems like you're in a very pivotal time to go from where you have been, taking the next step, but also remembering who you were before everything that just happened went down. Does this all make sense? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Excellent. Um, a quick uh, number thing for you with fifteen, one, and six coming up. Five and one, six at the one, and for seven, uh, getting up to 13, and then three and one being four. This is a very structured, this is a very structured planning place that you've arrived in. This is something that you want to be very careful with. You want to be pragmatic with it. You want to take one step at a time. You want to not necessarily let, you know, wild ideas filter into this. You want to be very pragmatic and know what you're doing each step of the way. Yeah. Oh, great. Sounds good. And I'm going to toss in there now, putting these two things together. This is the vision that I had as Fred was talking. But I think this is how these play together, is this isn't about doing something completely new and different. But what I would want you to consider is perhaps starting your own business where you take your skills as a hairdresser and perhaps you have other skills as well. I don't know if you do, you know, nails or facials or those kind of things as well. Taking the skills that you have to the people who can't get out of their house to go to them. So, for example, I uh, the my my former dental hygienist left the the dentist office that she was working in so that she could go out and start her own business. And what she does is she actually goes to like nursing homes and places and provides dental care for the people in those nursing homes who can't leave the nursing home in any way to be able to have that kind of uh, care uh, for themselves. So I would see this in a very similar way that you start your own business in some way um, where you are taking your hairstyling and other skills to people in nursing homes, to, I would actually look at these cards and say, to women in shelters and to uh, um, people in the hospital. Uh, So you're still drawing on what you know, which Fred was talking about. So we're not talking about this radical, you know, I was doing this and now I'm doing something completely different, but it's utilizing it in a new way and you're able to take it to people that may not otherwise have access to it but are going to benefit it from it greatly and you may actually find yourself getting far greater satisfaction because right. you're providing this to people who aren't just coming in and able to afford to pay for it in a salon versus you're taking it to people who are really needing it and you see the effect 
um, and the benefit it has for their overall well-being because of what you're providing for them. Oh, that's wonderful. Sounds great. All right. Yeah, something to think of. Thank you so much. You're all helpful. Sure. And you don't have to do that by yourself necessarily. You might partner up with a couple of other people that offer different types of skills and then all go in to offer those different types of things. But I would I would encourage you to think along those lines. Right, great. Sounds good. I will do that. All right. Definitely all right. keep my options all all my options open. All right. Well, there you go. For sure. Best of luck to you, Donna. Thank you so much. Thanks okay, thank for calling you. Have in. a wonderful day. Thank you for you your too. time. Thank you. Sure. Bye now. Bye. All right. So now we're going to move on to, and I believe this is someone calling from Skype. Um, are you there, caller, somebody who maybe has Skyped in from the show page? I am here, and you are there, and how are you both? <laughs> and we are all everywhere. Uh, uh, I'm doing well. I won't speak for Fred. I wouldn't dare to, but... Oh, I'm doing pretty well today, so it's all good. Excellent. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Well, my name is Queen, and I'm calling from, as you say, we are we are um, from everywhere. And, and I'd like to say that I am from heaven. Well, excellent. I'd, I'd much rather speak to okay. someone from there than someplace else, let us say. <laughs> I've heard, uh, I've heard that. I've heard that for real. <laughs> You know, it's so it's so rare to have males um, giving messages. So yeah, I I, I, think, I I do find that it's interesting. Yes, yes. Um, so I, I'm grateful to have this the the male energy coming forward for me. And Excellent. what what is it I that you'd like, like for us to look at for you? I would like to ask about some particular people, and if not. If I'm not able to do that, because I don't know if you you do that, um, so is that possible? Well, what do you mean by ask about particular people? Well, I have I have found myself in a uh, in a drama of uh, <laughs> that I'm in that I'm I'm in the process of recreating it so that I'm not in it anymore. I don't want to be in it, and it mm. involves some people that have come into my energy um, by chance or by, you know, um, having done it in through um, choice in, in before I came to the planet or when I had lost my mind, whatever the case may be. Um, and I'm, I am looking to um, alter the situation so that I dispel their energy from my vibration, but also uh, receive justice, the scales tipped in my favor for um, their part, what they have brought into my vibration, which is, has not been um, um, something that I want <laughs> to... to um, be there. All right. So how many people are you talking about? I'm talking like about three. Three? Three? Okay. Three people? Yes. So so what I'm going to ask is that you, you don't have to say their names, 
But for me, I would like you to at least say a, a letter or something to differentiate them. All right, I can do that easily. The first one is the letter T. Okay. And the second one? The second one is the letter J. And the third one? The third one is R. R. Okay. So my first question for you, well, I suppose it's not the first one. I just asked you a question before this, didn't I? Um, <laughs> so, so another question I have for you is, um, do you have any interest or have you ever done or are you okay with doing magical actions? You got that right. Yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> okay. I'm all about the magic. <laughs> So so what I'm going to suggest is that we, at least from my part, that we focus on crafting something for you to do to start um, cutting that energy away and protecting yourself and then attracting the kind of energy and surrounding yourself with the kind of energy that you actually want to inhabit in your life. So it's right not on. about it's not about doing something towards the other people. It's about focusing on your space and what you do and don't allow into it and how to protect that space so that you can simply get on with your life rather than worrying about trying to do something or get back at other people. All right. <clears throat> so the the first thing I would suggest is well why don't I wait to give you this portion and I'll let Fred go ahead and do his reading portion and then I'll offer my more practical do do this stuff part. Is that okay? Certainly. Fred, take it away. Sure. Not a problem. <laughs> um, and I was actually, my, my thoughts actually went to the first place that I see went with just in terms of, you know, are, are there, are there, uh, you know, practical and potential energetic things that you are willing to do to help with really um, this, you know, this is, this is striking me first and foremost as a very healthy boundary lines that need to be drawn type of issue. And, and drawing my cards for how to help with drawing those appropriate boundaries I'm just going to draw a card for each person. Let this be a one-card thing. All right. Now, you may have said this before, and I, and I missed it, so I just want to offer a clarification point here. Are you looking to... Are, are you looking for healthy boundaries to maintain the relationships with these people or are you just wanting these people to go? I want, nothing to, I want nothing to do with them. I I found an item um that has ha, and that brought them into my vibration. Um you know, so I, I don't I I don't want anything to do with them <laughs> as quickly as possible. But okay. I'm, the item, the item had strings attached to. 
Okay. Easy enough. Um, okay. Let's see. With uh, Now, you said the first person's letter, you went with the letter Q, correct? No, P. P, P. as in... Okay. Jot that down. And actually give me a moment since I drew a card for a Q, let me draw another card for, for a P to make sure I get the corporate energy in there. P as in talent, P as in treasure, P as in today. Oh, you said T, I'm sorry. Okay. All right, so T, now we have that clarified. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, interestingly enough, even with drawing even with drawing a new card, honestly all three of these cards um that I'm seeing without even having to focus on them individually, we've got the world, we've got justice, and we've also got a card from the physical suit, which is positive move, positive movement forward. So what I'm actually taking is that just from all three of these cards that I've drawn is that you're trusting your instincts on this with the fact that these people need to go away. And the cards are simply, the, the cards are simply reinforcing a, a, all three of these people need to be removed from your life in some way, shape, or form because they are holding you back from living the most authentic life that you can. Uh, with, the world, you know, with the world card coming up, that means, you know, that means life, you know, life is being served to you on a platter. The world is yours. Take it, take it and run with it. With positive movement forward coming up in the second position for J, and then justice coming up in the third position for R, there may, not knowing the circumstances with R specifically, uh, it, there's suggestion that there might actually need to be a conversation that takes place or some sort of interaction that you have the ability to ask this person what it is that their intentions are with their actions toward you and find some sort of a sense of balance and explanation and peace between the two of you before cutting the cord and letting that person go with the balance card coming up there. Um, now, it could also now, now, did you say before coming to, what did you say before coming to what? In relation to the balance card? Um, yeah, you said before coming to court. Was that what you said? No, coming to a conclusion about how it is that you're going to end this, end of this situation, and find balance between the two of you before cutting the cord and letting go and moving on. You did use the now, word court, right? Now, with with the with the, with the justice card coming up, that cert, that certainly could suggest the possibility of a legal situation if you were to pursue that. Okay. But it's, but the but the impression is there's nothing implicitly complied implied from that card that I'm receiving about any sort of legal situation. I'm just what I'm looking at is very much a universal balance perspective on this in terms of both of you getting your truth out there, saying what needs to be said, and then severing ties and letting this person move on, and you moving on from this person. Okay. Okay. But in in all three instances, the cards are in all three instances the cards are showing that these are definitely three people, three different energetics that um, need to be moved on from. 
and don't need to necessarily play a role in your life anymore. So you're following your so you following your instincts and saying that these people need to go away. The cards seem to be suggest agreeing with you and suggesting that. Okay. Well, I have and no, I, will. I have so I have, I have no doubt that they they need to be gone. Um, and I need to be un un um unconnected to them on on all levels. Um, I was also seeking um, insight as to why, why, how, when, and where. An act of kindness, an act of, um, of being a good Samaritan, brought the, the vibration into my life. Sure. And that is which I think that is, I think that's part of why the eleven card, the the justice card. I think that's part of why this is coming up right now, so that it's a it's a doorway and ability for you to approach this person or all three people with why has this happened? Why has why has this been brought about? Why has this been introduced to our relationship? You know, the impact that this is having, why? Um Okay. Can I say and, something uh, to that? Sure, go right ahead. I said I was gonna hand this over to you as it was. Um, Thank you. Thank so you the so you know, initially I had just pulled one card to represent all of the people you were dealing with, just as the other. And the card that came up is the Eight of Swords. So that tells me that these are people who have been, uh, on the one hand, they are people who have been hurt or have been victimized in their own lives. And now they don't know how to do, how to not victimize somebody else how to not take advantage of somebody else because that's all they've really learned or known in their life. And we don't want to dismiss the fact that you are willing to do a good deed towards them. But sometimes we need to do the good deed and then step away and, and, and accept we did what we could and if it was not received in a healthy way or if it was not responded to in a healthy way it doesn't minimize what we did it just means we don't have to try to keep doing something else to make it better oh i agree so i agree so i'm going to give you a couple of suggestions one i'm going to to give you something you can do to start breaking and cutting the energy away so that their influence around you is going to be diminished and then cut away, and then something to help start to protect you and and develop what, those boundaries that we were talking about energetically, creating boundaries around you so you can just get on with your life rather than feeling as if you have to be constantly on guard um, or or concerned. Mm. So, so... For for cutting the energy. So here's I'm going to first give you some of the things you might need to get. All of these should be relatively easy, hopefully. Um, three black candles and one white candle. So the white candle is going to be you. And the three black candles is going to be one for each of these people. So okay. in each of the candles, I want you to carve the name of the person. So in the white candle, you'll do your name. And then in each of the three black candles, you will carve one of the names of the three people. Got it. And what that's, 
So so that's so those candles are becoming energetically connected to and representative of those individual people. Um, now, for yours, if you want to, you can charge your candle more by putting something of a personal effect on it, which means a hair, spit, uh, menstrual blood, um, sexual fluid, anything that is very personal to you, you can put on there because that will also connect that candle so strongly and directly to you. So anything done is being done to you, basically, or for you, I guess we should say. So you would, and you're going to need to set aside a place that you can just leave these for at least a week. So that you okay. only only work with them in that space. Don't use that space for anything else, at least while you're doing this. Um, and put your candle in the middle and, and take some sea salt and make a circle of sea salt around your candle. Um, you might also add some hyssop or some rue with that. And you could do that as hyssop. an oil. Hyssop, H-Y-S-S-O-P, or rue. R-U-E. If you, it, it could be the essential oil or it could be the, the loose herb itself, and you would just mix that with the salt around your candle. Place the three black candles around you, and you're going to take a string, and you're going to tie those three candles so that they're all connected. So, like, wrap the string around the first one, and then take it and wrap it around the second one and then around the third one so and then back to the first one so that they're all connected by that string surrounding you. Okay? Got it. Then over the course, and this, this is where you have to be committed to this, <laughs> over the course of Monday through Saturday, you start with the three black candles close to your candle, but outside of that salt circle. And then... You're going to light the candles every day, and each day that you light them, you're moving the black candles further and further away from your candle, which means that that string is going to get pulled tighter and tighter between them. And I, rec and I recommend doing this at the same time every day as well as saying the same thing every day when you light them. So here I would say the time would be... Um, it depends on when you would be willing to do it. I would either do it at twilight when day is becoming night or if you're willing to get up at the darkest part of the night, which is, you know, right before dawn, <laughs> then um, you would do it then. The idea is we want it at the dark time because we're going to send this off into the darkness and away from us. Got it. So you're going to light each of those candles over the course of Monday through Saturday, preferably at the same time, saying the same thing. Now, when you light them, what you can say is completely up to you, but I would write it down so you're saying the same thing every single time. And it could be, you know, the the influence these people have over me moves further and further away with each passing day. Like or... That. You know, something like that, which is, it can be simple, but you still want to repeat it because we build the energy by repeating it over and over. Really? And say, and and so have something to say when you light the three black candles, but then have something different to say when you light your candle, which could be something like, you know, I I stand in the center 
safe and protected or whatever it is that you would want to say. Got it. So you'll do that from Monday through Saturday. Over the course of those days as well, you'll want to purify yourself physically by taking a bath. Now, you can either do it as an actual bath, if you're able to do that, or if you can't do a bath, then you can make this up as kind of a little tea. You just mix it in some water, stand in a shower, and pour it over your head each day. Okay? Um, and here again, I would use the same things. I would use rue or hyssop and salt. You could put some sage in there if you wanted to. Um, and what you're going to do with that is if you're going to preferably if you could take the bath in the morning, that would be great. But if that's not feasible or logistically possible, then I would mix this up in a bowl of water and then pour it over your head in the shower every morning. Because what you want to do is you want to purify yourself for the day. And then at night, you're sending these things away into the darkness. You could repeat the purification at the beginning and end of the day if you wanted to. But I like starting the day pure and protected. Um, so I would do those over the course of the same six, six days from Monday through Saturday. Then once that's finished and starting on a Sunday, and it's actually kind of good because you'll actually, if, if you were able to start this tomorrow and do it through next Saturday, then the next part you would start on a Sunday, which means you'll get to do this through the full moon and then you'll end on the full moon. Um well. Now we want to establish something. So now you would have uh, a second white candle to represent yourself. And again, oh, sorry, I forgot one thing. So on the Saturday, at the, after you have burned those black candles for the last time on that Saturday, you're then going to take a pair of scissors because that, that they would have spread out and now the string is more taut between them. You're going to take a pair of scissors, and as you say what you had been saying when you lit them, you're actually going to cut the string so that what binds them and how they had surrounded and bound your energy is now cut and cleared away. Got it. Um, and then that night, the night of that Saturday, in the darkness of the night, um go out and bury all of those candles and the string in the ground someplace. Well, you could do that if you really wanted to to have the sense of them going away, you would find uh, some running water like a river and you would actually toss it all into the river so that it goes into the water and is carried away by the water. So if you have access to that, I would do that. If nothing else, I would bury them in the ground. If you can find a crossroads, I would bury them there. Um, crossroads just means someplace away from where you are. So you're going to drive out to some place where there's a crossroads, which just means an intersection of roads. <laughs> um, and you would bury it there. Traditionally, what you would do is you would bury it and walk away from it, never looking back at it. So you'd want to park your car so that you can walk to your car and drive away without ever looking backwards to where you buried it. And if you can, take a different way home. So it's kind of like we're 
leaving it out here someplace and it's not able to find me again because it doesn't know the way that I went back because it's not the same as how I got there. Love it. Okay? Yes. And and then once you get to that Sunday, then we want to take some herbs and things, another candle for yourself, and you can also, well, take another candle for yourself, a white one, again, put your name, anything else on it that you want to connect it to yourself now you're going to surround it again with salt, but some slightly different herbs. Um, I would do maybe Palo Santo. Uh, lavender can be good. Um, let's, let me think. Uh, I had a couple of other things written down here. Um, so Yerba Santa. Um, I'm going to maybe... I'm just trying to find where I wrote it. I don't know. Here it is. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Dragon's Blood, Rosemary. Um, coriander seed, cardamom, juniper berry, hibiscus. I was trying to think of things that are easy to find. Um, I, I, so, grow, I grow lavender, lavender and rosemary, and I have coriander and calcium. Cardamom. Yeah, I, I have those. Okay, excellent. So th- that that's what you call kitchen witchery. It's taking things from the spice cabinet in the kitchen. Um, so. Now we're going to make a mixture of salt with those herbs because those are about establishing protection and boundary. So the previous ones were about clearing away and and purifying and, and sending things away. So now, starting on a Sunday, with the, the day of the sun, we're going to surround your candle with those. I would also suggest making a mixture of that. And if you want to make a little pouch um, to carry with you. Put the mixture of those things in there as well. You can add stones to this if you like to have crystals. Um, you know, and some of the stones that you could use are things like um, garnet would probably be really good for you. Um, yellow tiger's eye would probably be really good. Um, putting a couple of those in there. If you really want protection, you can go with like black tourmaline um, or jet um, and it, it can be one or all of those. It doesn't have to be everything I'm saying. Um, so again, starting on that Sunday, you're going to light the candle and surround it with this new mixture. And again, lighting it every day. And I would want you to go from Sunday to Saturday, which will actually take you right to the full moon, uh, more or less. Mm. Um and again, having something to say that you're going to say the same thing over and over again every time you light it. And, and even when you extinguish them, if you need to extinguish them, when you extinguish them, also say it as well, um, both previously and for this. A lot of times what I do is I'll say the same thing, but I'll put something in front of it when I extinguish a candle if I need to. And I'll say, even though the flame is extinguished, the light and energy of this intention continues to burn brightly and then say the same thing again. Um, so this one you're doing from Saturday, I mean, I'm sorry, from Sunday to Saturday. And this is to establish a healthy protection of energy around you so that we're more clear and defined on our boundaries and what we will allow in and what we won't, basically saying nothing comes in and nothing affects me that I don't invite in. And anything I, I always think of it like the how we see vampires now. It's, you know, if a vampire wants to come in your house, you have to invite them in. Otherwise, they can't cross the threshold. And 
if you now no longer want to allow them in, you, you revoke the invitation so that they have to stay out. And that's basically what we're doing, is we're establishing a boundary that says only what I invite in is allowed to come in, and if I revoke the invitation, it no longer is able to stay in that. That's so, anything there that didn't make any sense or that you need clarity on? Actually, it all made sense. It's um, it's right in line with my my blessing being given unto me for for who I am and being able to um, <laughs> combat, reject, <laughs> um, project myself into higher vibrations. I I normally don't deal with black candles. One of my beloved um, uh, spiritual sons, um, who I called upon to to assist me in this endeavor, um, pointed me to the black candles, uh, which I had been working with last week. And now you bring the male energy brings forth them again. So I'm very clear about what you're saying. And like I said, it's it's my blessing to be the victor, I am the victor in this, and to be shown, and I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for your sharing that energy with me um, in this way uh, that I am able to, um, I understand what you said clearly, and it's, it's going to be very easy for me to to apply what you have you have given to me, you're offering to me, and I'm, I'm very grateful and thankful that you opened up to give it to me this way. Um, wow. Thank you. Excellent, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad, A, it made sense, and B, that you are so willing to, to do it, uh, and, um, and I think that it's things that are easy to find. It's not, you know, some exotic eye of newt or something. <laughs> Uh, but I think that, that doing this really is going to be very helpful in starting to break the energy and influence that they're having so that you can get on with your life. And use some of those words that you just said when you light your white candle. You know, use words like I am the victor or I stand here, um, you know, unaffected or strong and, and unbowed or whatever it is that you want to use. But those kind of words are great to infuse yourself with, too, when you're lighting that candle. So, and anything, you, anything you need to add, Fred? Um, as I was sitting here listening to, uh, listening to you tell her all these things, um, pretty much half of what came to mind came out of your mouth. So I... <laughs> I am I am standing behind you and supporting you in the advice that you offered and I would simply say to Queen that I do hope that you are able to find a very happy and healthy place and boundary with these three people and that they cease to be uh, a source of trouble in your life. I thank you for your hope and I, I will go with knowing that it is. <laughs> So mode it be. It is, it is done. You know. Thank you for, thank you for the energies and thank you for your um, <laughs> your support. I'm I'm very grateful and and to each of you, I like your path as you continue on it with ease and comfort and all the good things that you are calling forth. Well, thank you, and may that be well, reflected back to you as well. Indeed. Thank you. And thank you for calling in.
Oh, this is truly my pleasure. I thank you. All right. So I think we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will be going to someone who is calling from area code 303. So if you are calling from area code 303, be prepared because you will be next just after this break. On Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. monthly call-in show where you have a chance to receive a reading live on the air. My name is Hi C. I'm host of a couple of shows under Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, Revolution on the second Sundays of each month, and the Amethyst Historical Divination with a Queer Twist on the second Tuesdays of each month. I would invite you to check those out as well as the other shows that are 
underneath the Firefly Willows L-I-V-E umbrella channel here on Blog Talk. All of our previous shows are available here as well as on iTunes uh, for you to check out and listen to. And today I am joined by a fellow reader, Fred uh, Fred Eisen. I hope it's okay to say that. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, who is joining me from St. Louis, actually. And uh, Fred, why don't you just take a moment to tell people what it is that you do and the services you offer and how they could get in touch with you if they would like to work more in-depth and extensively with you. Sure, not a problem, I see. Thank you. Uh, my name is Fred Isom. I live in St. Louis, Missouri, in the Midwest of the United States. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, both, uh, you know, you can find my personal page there on Facebook and also my practice, which is the Inner Voice, which is linked through my page. You can also do a direct search for the Inner Voice on Facebook. And in terms of my services of what I offer, um, I do life coaching. I also do uh, readings, and I also do. Uh, distance energy workings and things of that nature. And so if you want to drop me a line and discuss your situation with me, we might be able to find a, if not, you know, even if it's a temporary, you know, solution for you, we can certainly work with you to find what might be, you know, a best use for you. And your last name is spelled I-S-O-M, just so people know. Yes, that's correct. I-S-O-M. All right. So we're going to move along with some more readings and we are going to go to area code 303. Hi, hi. we already talked earlier so you can just put me back oh. in the, on this list. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> but thanks for listening. Um, all right. Then we will go to area code 65, uh, uh, sorry, uh, area code 954. Are you there, caller from area code nine five four? Well, perhaps nine five four is 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 doing other things. Um, <laughs> then at least it wasn't heavy breathing, but I right. just say that because I'm di- <laughs> I just say that out of disappointment on my part. I'm just saying. Um, so how about area code six five zero? Are you there, caller from six five zero? Yes, this is Tamala. Well, hello, Tamala. Uh, where are you calling from? Um, Mountain View. Ah, excellent. California. I knew, Sorry. I, I knew that you were probably around me because I'm in the same area code. Uh, okay. <laughs> your neighbors. How lovely. <laughs> uh, so what is it that we could look at for you today? Well, today um, I'd like to see what you could tell me in regards to um, my love life, to be honest, I just broke up with someone last night, and I just want to see what my future looks like. I don't know how to quite ask that, so let's let's ask this: um, some insight from spirit in regards to my future love life. Well, I think that's a, a perfect way to look at it and ask the question. Um, and what's the what's the day and month of your birth? Oh, nine thirty sixty-two. Okay. All right. So, well, I'm sorry that you're going through the breakup this weekend. Um, however, I will say, with the 
spring equinox and new moon and solar eclipse <laughs> all on Friday, which is still carrying over into this weekend energetically. Um, there's a lot about that that is bringing us really face-to-face with all the things that no longer serve us in our lives, and it's kind of like a hard reboot. We have the chance to fully and completely start over if we allow ourselves to do that and not try to hold on to old things that are no longer necessarily right or healthy for us. So hopefully that's where this breakup was coming from, was just that sense of this is no longer right for where my life is going um, or no longer healthy for what is needed for either of you. Um, And if we can approach it as now I have the chance to start over and create something new, then I think that you will move forward very healthily. Um, And now, of course, I've blathered on and forgotten what you said your birthday was. (laughs) Oh, 930-62. okay. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Okay, so... So you're in a 10-year, and when I say year, again, it's from birthday to birthday. 10 is Mm -hmm. about change and transition, so it's uh, a a year to say, I need to close up some loose ends, uh, bring closure to the loop of things, finish the chapter of something, and start to shift and move into the next or the new. Um, We want to leave the past behind and feel as if we have made peace with it and allow it to stay there so that we can open up and step through the the next doors, start to write the new chapter rather than continuing the same story that was going before. Um, It is a really good year. It corresponds to the wheel card, which is a really good year for both experiencing major change as well as making major changes. So this is a year to embrace change as well as to set change in motion that you've been considering doing. And this would be an example of that. You know, if we've been thinking about moving or changing jobs or whatever it is, this is the year for you to be really setting those things in motion. Um, Doing so, we're likely to see something come about from them that may be greater than what we had thought or what might be possible doesn't mean they have to finish in this year necessarily. We just want to get the wheel going. We want to get the change in motion this year. Um can be a bit of a whirlwind of a year because we can feel like everything is spinning, spinning, spinning faster and faster. And you just want to, the key to that is to stay centered and grounded throughout the year. So don't let what you do to center and ground yourself fall by the wayside when things get crazy or you feel like you don't have time because it's even more important at that time. So whether that's meditation, taking a bath every other day, going and sitting by the beach, taking a hike in the woods every weekend to reconnect with nature, whatever it is, make sure you're conscientiously doing that on a very regular basis. And um, that would be particularly appropriate, say, right now. Because what we want you to do is, instead of feeling like you've been thrown for a loop or you feel dizzy from the events of the weekend... Ask yourself, what is it that I need to do for myself to ground, to come back to me and to come back to that center point so I can make the best decisions and take the best steps forward and make sense of things in a way that allows me to make progress? Um, 
rather than don't don't just go think of the wheel don't just go over and over and over and over and over it again in your head go do something where you can sit and release it so that you can open up the space for a higher understanding and a clearer sense of where to go from here okay um and you know the the cards that came up are kind of nice especially looking forward um because the the first card that came up is the tower card reversed and what's interesting about that reversed is that even though you can feel as if this was a bit of a jolt what you're going through this weekend it's mm-hmm. not something that's going to cause your life to fall apart. Nope, it won't. It's different this time. Good. Um, and I think that's reflected by the fact that the Seven of Wands is next to that reversed. Because when that card reverses, it says, so if you, I would think of Seven of Wands like um, that game King of the Hill. Uh and when it reverses, it's like saying, I'm very well aware that there are plenty of other hills out there. So there's no reason for me to exhaust myself trying to hold on to one hill at the expense of everything else that may be possible or other opportunities that may lie out there. So this is saying I'm not going to fight to hold on to or defend something that no longer um, feeds my spirit and I'm going to start the adventure of going out to explore what other hills and possibilities are out there. So it's 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 a nice support for what has happened this weekend, and it also is nice validation that there are actually other hills out there, meaning there's other love out there for you, rather than thinking we have to desperately hold on to something because we're afraid we'll never find it again. Um, and King of King of Wands being here, especially in the position it's in, I think it's probably good that you stepped away from this. I think we might have been dealing with somebody who had a bit of an ego or was a bit narcissistic. Um, and that it was, you were basically getting burned in the process. It's like, uh, you know, the, the story of flying clo- too close to the sun. We, we were very dazzled. However, we got too close and then we ended up getting burned and the other person probably wasn't mature enough to recognize when they were burning everything around them. (laughs) Good analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So once again, it's just a nice validation that you seem to have taken the right step. This is probably the healthiest thing to do. And again, reminds us, but it doesn't mean it was the last time you're ever going to find love. There's there's other things out there for you. Uh, the the Eight of Pentacles comes up in the short term. And, you know, that's... Sometimes Eight of Pentacles is about doing the work. So I would encourage you to spend a little bit of time, not so much looking for the next relationship, but simply doing some personal work to say, okay, what did I learn from this? Who am I now? Where do I see myself going and what do I want to become so that I can move into the next relationship fully and completely who I need to be and how I can do so as healthily as possible rather than moving into the next relationship trying to repair or get away from the previous relationship experience? Right. 
Um, and I would say that we we probably wouldn't be ready for new relationship to come in until after the summer because the Queen of Wands is reversed here. So I would allow for a bit of time. Plus the Eight of Pentacles also would suggest that because Pentacles is fall. Um, so if we looked at it very specifically, I would say the Eight of Pentacles is probably saying around the eighth week of fall, but that's going to push us into like um, maybe October, November time frame as to when would be the time to start putting more effort towards actively looking for and finding uh, new relationship possibilities. It doesn't mean you can't date between now and then, but just use that as kind of an exploration process to say, okay, what am I looking for now? You know, and when I uh, come across different people that I might go out on uh, dates with, what do I like about them? What do I not like? So that I can start to really understand better what it is I need now, what I'm looking for now, so that I'll be able to recognize it more fully and completely when it actually does come along when I say I'm now ready for something more serious and long term. Okay. Any questions about any of those? Um, so far, well, can we go back to the seven of wands? We can. Yeah. What What does that mean? So, well, first of all, it came up reversed, which means right. just means it's upside down to me. Um, mm-hmm. And it's in the position of what's the most helpful thing for moving forward or uh, going after what it is that we're asking about. And so right. when it that that's the card that's the king of the hill card, so that's the card that says it's time to move on from this hill. There's other hills out there waiting for me. Okay. Let me stop yeah. exhausting myself trying to fight for or hold on to something because I'm so afraid there's nothing else for me. Versus recognizing there's plenty of other potential and opportunity out there. I just have to be willing to let go of and move away from where I'm at in order to move towards it and find it, rather than dragging myself along the ground because I'm so burned out and exhausted I've given up on everything. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Yes. Um, Is there more? Well, we will see what has come up for Fred in response to your question as well. Mr. Eisen. And hello there. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. (laughs) Just checking. I make sure to mute my phone as as high C as he's doing his reading, so that my background noise doesn't come through and interrupt things. Um, yeah, um, yeah, Pamela, goodness, so sorry for your loss. Um, indeed, um, the the three cards that came up for me um, that I did for your reading was where you are right now and what processing needs to happen for you. And then the third card is once that pro- once that processing phase has happened, what's the overall outcome from the situation? And the three cards that came up were, you know, as as one might hope they might come up, and also understand as they might come up. Um, and the in the first position, I got the five from the spiritual suit, which is obstacles and challenges. And the the sense that I'm actually getting from this card that for that for you. Um, this actually took place, this breakup is actually greatly impacting you on a spiritual level. Like, like even potentially, you didn't quite see this coming, is the, uh, is the sense that I'm getting from this. And this is, this is hitting you beyond an emotional level that's really like impacting you at the core of things. Mm-hmm. 
whether or not you initiated the breakup or the other person initiated the breakup. It just wasn't something that you saw coming. And now you're in this place of, okay, what do I do with this? I did. I'm the one who did it. Gotcha. And it will Um, be the fourth time. Wow. Goodness. I'm tenacious. I don't give up. (laughs) I understand that one completely. (laughs) Tenacity can be a good thing. It can also be a painful process. My mother said that to me, too. She goes, you need to decide which one it is (laughs) because you need to be a better judge of it. And when it comes to relationships, I'm not. I tend to be too tenacious. So perhaps this card coming up is reinforcing the fact that you've been through this obstacle course long enough. Are you ready to continue in it, or are you getting out? (laughs) I'm getting out. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. So which moves to the next card of, on a mental level, uh, three, heartache and loss came up. It's really time to, the the cards are suggesting it's really time to accept, like really accept mentally in your in, in your process that the time with this person is done and literally sever that cord, let it go. And also allow yourself the time to honor the fact that that has ended. And even on levels that you might not be aware of right now, allow yourself some time to process, to let this go to have a good cry, to scream and shout, whatever it is that you need to do to process to let go of this relationship. It's time to really accept that and integrate it. And because until you do, there's likely going to be parts of you that are still hung up with this. Even though even though you initiated the breakup itself, you may come to find that there are parts of you that think to, well, you know, maybe if I had just done this a little bit longer, maybe if I had just done that a little bit longer, because the tenacity, the, the tenacity, the thought process from the tenacity will kick in. And it's like, well, maybe if I did this differently, maybe if I did that differently. And those those types of cyclical, repetitive thought patterns don't necessarily help us in the long run. They help yeah. us to keep dwelling in the energetic of what once was, rather than, okay, that's what that was, now this is what it is. And I need to just stop that thought process. So really... Right. Really and truly allow yourself the time for some heartache and the loss of this relationship. Truly allow yourself to some time to process that. And then moving forward, the gradual outcome card, if you truly allow yourself the time to let, let this go and break things off, um, the eight from the physical suit, which is positive moving forward, <laughs> you yeah. suggest that, you know, you've really made the right decision. This is this is something that is going to bring you new perspectives, fresh look on life. Allow yourself to really have the time to process this. And with adding all these numbers up, a five, a three, and an eight, um, came to sixteen, six and one, a seven. So this is very much a this is very much a time for you to get back in touch with your get in touch with your higher self, get in touch with yourself spiritually, really connect with all levels of your being in a very holistic fashionable way as you go through the process of mending, really reconnecting with who you are without this other person being in the picture. And um, if I if I might add on to this, um, are, are you a type of person that enjoys um, sort of like ritual bathing or just you know, taking baths to relax and unwind and just release well, the tension of the day? Well, ritual bathing, yeah, I do the rituals. Yeah. I love okay. them. 
Yeah. Um, one thing that actually helped me a great deal through uh, a big breakup a couple of years ago was taking a bath every dark moon cycle. It was every month on okay. the dark moon for five months. And what you do is you take apple cider vinegar and mm-hmm. sea salt yes. and pour that into the drawing bath water mm-hmm. and then get into that. And you literally think, you think of all of the negative aspects of yourself, the things that you're not quite so proud of, the things you, that you don't really like, the things that you know you can need improvement on. And as you think of those things, you drain the water from the tub. And the vinegar okay. and the sea salt help to purify and cleanse you and sweep that all out, sweep, you know, sweep those toxins out of your body and allow them to go down the drain. Then you refill the tub while you're in it and pour honey and orange juice in it. Mm-hmm. And while the tub is filling with those elements, you think about what's right with you, what's good with you, what, you know, what makes you happy, what is, what is right about you that you put out that contributes and adds to the world. And you end the bath on a positive note as you have swept away all of the unhappy negative stuff. And you do that over the course of five months. And it can be it can be a very transformational experience. Okay. Okay. And that that's that that came to mind as something that you one would possibly be open to and also two you would be very beneficial for you given the fact that this has as you actually as you just said a moment ago, this has been a you know, this is like the fourth or fifth time you've ended this with this person. Yeah. This time I have to admit to you, um actually was in love. In love. There's a difference. That's mm-hmm. been a while. And sure. knowing full well that it wasn't going to last, but wow, I mean I I thought I'd been there, done that. Um right. it, it did, it took me by surprise. The whole thing sure. took me by surprise. So there's a sense I don't have the out of control feeling that you usually get when you're breaking up with mm-hmm. someone. But yeah. you do have the sense of loss, grieving. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, okay, after, okay, can you tell me, can either one of you tell me, when, when, can you tell me honestly, when am I going to get married again or when I'm going to have that kind of relationship? Marriage is not an issue with me. I don't need to be married. I'm monogamous. That's easy for me. Um, but that kind of relationship, it's been a long time. Honestly, I think the the question. And I'm not looking for an exact uh, date. I'm not looking for no, an exact date. Just a sure. feeling. Um, honestly, right now I'm not getting a nudge or a feeling on that because my because the energy that it's around me right now is really emphasizing the focus on your healing process right now. The healing, okay. Focus on your healing process right now, and then whenever you are, whenever the time for the eight card, the outcome card, the positive movement forward. Whenever the time comes for that, doors mm-hmm. and opportunities are going to open for you. Okay, there you go. Okay. And with it, with it, you know, with it being a seven, I might venture as far as to say that you know this is going to be a seven-month process for you. You know, it's good. You know, literally allowing yourself to have the time to really sever the cord and allow yourself to allow yourself to process and heal. That takes time, and and not just a matter of weeks. You know, that can take months. Sometimes it can even take years. Yeah, I don't bounce back fast. I've never been one yeah. that bounces back fast. 
not my thing. I see. Did you want to jump in on this for feedback? Sure. Um, well, one thing I would say, so what I did when you asked that question uh, about when, um, you know, I just first I just started by throwing down cards and I was looking at it very broadly because I just said, OK, this year, next year, the following year, the following year. Mm. Um, and, and I would say that it, at, probably not until next year, at least when that becomes something that is a more serious blip on the radar for you to be considering. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that goes back to earlier when I was saying that we're not really putting the effort or work into starting to look for something like that until October, November of this year anyway. Right. Um, the The card that did come up for next year was the King of Swords. So I would say perhaps during an air sign period of next year, which would be during Gemini, um, Libra, or Aquarius. Okay. So, and Aquarius is January 20th to February 20th. Gemini is May 20th to June 20th. And Libra, you know, because you're a Libra, as it's Fred. Right. <laughs> it was amusing to hear Libras talking to Libras. Um, <laughs> which is September 20th to October 20th. And, you know, I think that explains a bit of, of why you tend to approach these things, because you want to give everybody a fair chance. You know, you know. <laughs> You're, you're so funny. About making sure. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking thing. about. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Everybody has a fair chance. <laughs> okay. But you see, part of All Libra right. is balance, and so it's also finding the balance of when giving a fair chance is to your detriment, mm-hmm. and and not yeah. allowing it to go that far. So. Yeah. So focus on that perhaps as part of the work, part of the process you're doing over the next few months for yourself, mm-hmm. because then you'll be able to move forward in a different way, recognizing and acting in a way that is best for everyone rather than fair and best for the other person, even if it's detrimental to you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. That's but it. King of Swords would say for next year to really be when you start to more seriously begin looking and making that a priority for finding that kind of relationship that you talked about, the serious marriage, committed, whatever kind of relationship. Right, right. Okay. Okay. Well, I thank you for your time. Thank You're you. welcome. Thanks for calling. And I get to say, li- listen, right? I, once we disconnect, yes. I'll still get to listen. Yes, although actually you're actually the last caller, so you will oh, you'll hear okay. the end of the show. Woo! <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You too, thanks. All right. Well, Fred, that's going to bring us to the conclusion of this show. Okay, I see. It and is I a want pleasure to say, as always. Thank you for being willing to to jump in kind of spontaneously to join me here to do this. Not a problem. I'm glad I was able to. Yes. This is always fun. And we'll remind people again, they can just find you on Facebook. Just do a search for either Fred Isom, I-S-O-M, or The Inner Voice, which is your business page, I guess we could say. Yes. And you can also find me, High C, at net, or on Facebook. Just look for Tarot by High C or Facebook.com slash Tarot High C. And 
thank you for listening. We'll look forward to having you join us here again. And until next time, may blessings surprise you around every corner. Thank you for joining us on today's Firefly Willows L-I-V-E on-air readings broadcast. If you would like to receive a personal reading from one of our hosts, you may contact them by visiting fireflywillows.com slash live slash hosts. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Thank you.